What's up, everybody? This is NFL Network's Adam Ray. This is Owen Cruz. Kid. This is Matt Waldman. This is Chris Zorch from your Chicago Bears. I'm Dion Miller. Dan Weaver. I'm Adam Rashad Whitfield. I'm Courtney Cronin. Hey, this is David Kaplan. Listen to me. You want to learn football? Listen to my guy, Phil and Shane. Shane and Phil. Shane and Phil. Oh, Phil. On the Tape Never Lies Network. On the Tape Never Lies Network. Tape Never Lies Network. The Tape Never Lies Network. Tape Never Lies Network. Some of the greatest Chicago Bears fans on earth. Draft Dr. Phil and the smartest man. Keeping it 100. Here we go. Trading up. 100. Yes! What? Oh my Here it is! Okay. The tape never lies. Oh, yeah. You'll never know how good your football team's gonna be until you play with maximum pepper. Open competition over the north and never give it back. Smartest man. My Chicago Bears select Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Guess who's back? The two dudes that kept it real. Dynamic duo that you love, the smartest man in Dr. Phil. Breaking down the film, never a problem, kick it straight. Most shows focus on stats, we focus on the tape. We keep it at 100, never running east to west. We coming with that truth, cause that's what our fans expect. Cut off the freaking anchor, forward to be free. But don't you worry, Shane's got the dumbest tweets. It ain't no secret, Phil and Shane got some haters. But now the mouth stuck like the two and now and later. Debaters, frauds get kicked like Coach Tabor. Cuts had to be made, we added the barber moderator. Up and down, boys got you double checking. Sad sacks trolling like a fool, drunk texting, flexing on the truth. Cause you know they'll never change Real, recognize real, that's what you get with Phil and Jimmy What's the name? What we do when we're breaking down the bears Fuck a play or a captain All of the unchecked yeah. The tape never lies The truth, you see We laugh, we analyze So there's no babies like Maybelline Straight to the truth with the and facts We got a sad nerd But he's not just giving nerds that Car crash, big impact like trip sack Every Wednesday night you got the smartest man in Phil back Now we know you're smiling like a fat kid with fun dip We're back Better than ever, and we're keeping it a hundred. Keep it a hundred. Keep it a hundred. Draft Dr. Phil and the smartest man. Justin Fields gets outside the pocket. Puts that ball perfectly where only Moody can get it. One point. Two feet. Draft Dr. Phil and the smartest man. Yo, what is up, CC and Dale family? Yes, I was on mute, so I did a cardio. Um, we got a good show for y'all tonight. Of course, the Bears play tomorrow night, so we got to get ready for that. It's a must win. Bajan is our starter. 
So we got a lot to talk about tonight. So without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and bring in the guys you really here to see. We start with the smartest man, Mr. Shane Morsaw. Yo, yo, what's up, Sheree? Oh, nothing much. Let's bring in our, our guy, uh, Drive Dr. Phil, DDP. What's Hi, up, Sheree? How are you? I am good. Good night. Look at Shane with the clean side profile. You just trying to show that off, huh? Shane's growing that beard. His beard game. Yeah, no, the beard is back. Yeah, I had to grow back for Sheree. She, Thank you. She Thank reprimanded you. me. She's like, like, you ugly fuck, grow your beard out. <laughs> y'all know I don't talk to ugly. It's like a pirate. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Pirate shit. I've been home for about 47 seconds, but you know, it's all good. So it's real. Stay with me. Ryan. <laughs> Steph made dinner tonight. Oh, this isn't our this isn't our regular jobs. We're not just sitting here waiting for the show to start. Is that how that works? No, you got nothing better to do but to wait for the shows. Yeah. Yep. 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 David G is smoking a joint in Claudia's honey of absence. I don't know what that means. Honey of absence. Yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. I guess David G, one of the oldest, he always says, PTNL people. So are we uh, ready for the, the, the number one bowl tomorrow night? Yes. It's the number one bowl. The Bears have to win, right? Yeah. In order to keep them suppressed. Yeah, you want to you wanna keep them down. Yeah, absolutely. That's what Brian Brian Burns is out, so that's that's a help. We always know, like when teams lose starters, somehow the Bears lose. Yeah, this undrafted nobody from (laughs) Wichita State. Yeah, pass rush here, five foot ten. Yeah, all of a sudden has three sacks. This no talent from. Where is it? Uh, ECU University, East Carolina University. East Carolina, home of the great Jeff Blake. Yeah, and home to Algie Crumpler, TTNL superstar patron, Mr. Ryan Gold- Cox. Goldilocks himself, yes. Professor Cox. Yeah. Does he use one of those new razors and does his bald head? Or is he like a? Oh, I'll have to. A dick. Is I'll have to ask guy? him. I'll have to ask him. He probably does. My boy. Uh, he probably Joe. does. He probably uses whatever Aaron tells him to use. Would be my <laughs> would be my guess. <laughs> if I was bald, I'd I'd have to have one of those things to do it all the time. Yeah, I don't think that's something you or I are ever gonna have to worry about. Is it's one blessing maybe maybe gray but not bald oh i've already gotten the gray this season is look feel the salt and pepper look is very distinguished so do not try to change that i appreciate that i do i uh trying to make you feel good phil i need to feel good let's let's do a positive ttnl let's not 
fight anybody when they come what into the bears did they fire Eberflus? is that oh wait. oh my god i would have a parade for that <laughs> i so, got into the point where i can't even look at getsy Eberflus at all yeah should we break the news to the ttnl faithful about the the sad situation that happened to ttnl network about a oh. certain drop that we can no longer play moving forward oh my god i was surprised by this yeah work that That's ass work that ass for daddy is now a thing of the past ladies and gentlemen it's mm. been removed from our plate and deleted from the system because the copyright lords have spoken so yes it did say it's not like a strike or anything but no 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 no. it's just yeah we're not gonna mess with it they sent a thing out and we will i saw the three emails i'm like oh my god shane and i were just talking about it like two weeks ago yep my guy rebel a yeah him and his people they want that money yep yep can't stand flus in this staff. I'm mailing it in. Mo. No, don't mail, mail it in. in, Mo. That's what Carr said to me today. He's like, oh, if they bring this staff back, I don't know how I can They're watch bringing this, this staff back. He's like, I don't know how I could. Well, I don't think he said staff. I think he said Eberflus. He's like, I don't know how I can watch these games next year. And I said, you'll be right there watching them just like we will be. That's the way it works. I don't think they could ever bring these guys back. There's no, think about this. There's no like. Adam way. John's 10 things for the season. That was his number two thing. Matt Eberflus will be brought back. What? Yeah. I don't think how. Adam John's he put, says he, well, well, didn't he play high school ball or something? Safety. Uh, he's. He probably, he's, he's gonna get trucked he's, he's, by a fullback. <laughs> he's broken some major news inside Hallis Hall. I'll just say that, but I'm I'm with you. I don't he see also a child of dead <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't know how I don't know how it can be justified. I really don't. And I think that's a point where you will lose a lot of the fans. I, oh my, I agree. Barry. Yeah bury them so let me add let's just let's just stay in that vein while we're kicking each other in the nuts right now yeah with that if you had to choose one person to stay between getsy and eberflus i would pick eberflus yeah over getsy getsy has been terrible even before eberflus got here so oh my god this is a tough game here yeah <laughs> like russian roulette bro yeah i just think there's too many other like i said i don't love everything with the defense i think that they have improved under Eberflus from williams i would have to agree in this game but yeah it's like yeah it's, there's no there's, there's no, no winner there's no winner but right. yeah you're putting it out there there's no justifying these Getsy. guys picking Getsy over Floos. Yeah, I just I am not there. I would never pick Getsy. There's no Getsy rhyme or reason for his play calls, his design, his situational, his use of personnel. I mean, 
it is atrocious to be perfect. the center situation alone is a fireable offense it is it is and they, they've they've known it they've known it since jump and they've lost kramer we don't know i mean i understand he needs to stay healthy himself but they lost him now so you don't know you you obviously saw something in him you drafted him and you've never gotten him alive an actual you know meaningful rep in games you know regular seasons so and now he's gone but we'll, well they let island go they let crane all the young like you talked about he's guys he's guy was he was having a moment there so <laughs> we got our guy back in the fold <laughs> in the florida keys i mean who's better than you he came he came he came Do to you rent spot. that house because i need a florida keys break keys guy my boy hector there he is I'll take the D coordinator. Look how he's, he's playing a little game. Oh, he was? <laughs> Where's bullets when we need to break some news? I can check, just check the 400 DMs I get every day with Bears news. I'm like, must be people thinking that I just don't give a shit about the Bears and don't pay any attention to it. Bears news breaks and my phone just instantly melts with everybody sending me the news. I'm like, I got Twitter. <laughs> kind of keep up on this stuff, but hey, keep it coming. It's all good. I I start to hate the people that break the news after the news oh, yeah. and then give their opinion on this news. Yeah. You've done two things wrong now. You've broken the news after the news has already been broken by someone else, using someone else's, and then you say, well, this might be a really good move by the bear. Your might is an out clause in the contract you're not analyzing. Yeah, yeah well, I think you see a lot of that with with every everybody. Well, this could happen. It might happen. Maybe you're essentially pulling the Matt Eberflus card. If you heard, I don't know if you heard the presser today, but it was... I didn't. All sorts of bad. I mean, I can give you like a little bit of a transcript just to yeah, give me some transcripts. Let me. Uh, There's. Listen. This is from. Is this it the is, coach? This is from Sorry, Jason Leisure asked the question, okay. and this is what Jason tweeted out, and he wrote. These are his exact words. This is not a parody. This is the question from Leisure. Oh boy. Coach, if Fields isn't medically cleared, why is he listed as doubtful? Answer. Yeah, just to see. We got to give him one more day. Give him one more day, but he's working hard, and it's getting better every day. So we'll see where it goes tomorrow. Question. So he's not playing? Yeah, he's not playing. But he's listed as doubtful. Oh my That's God. It just it's this bullshit gamesmanship. This <laughs> bullshit gamesmanship that the Chicago Bears organization seems to live by that they can they can pull the okie doke through the media and everybody's gonna you know the banana in the tailpipe. Ooh, never saw that coming. Where'd you guys come up with that? It's 
Can they're, I get some protein on that word salad? It's like, like they're saying, the oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make Frank Reich prepare for two different quarterbacks. And that's going to listen. You've won two games, Matt Eberflus. Two. You're two and seven. Maybe you should focus on your own game plan and not trying to put the banana in somebody else's tailpipe. If you're seven and two, I'll, I'll take some of your word salad bullshit. Right. You haven't earned it. You have two wins, seven losses, and you're worried about the worst team in the NFL record-wise? Well, Arizona is competing for that, too. Let's yeah. not count them out. No, I, I agree, but I'm just saying they're, they're – their focus is completely in the wrong part. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Dude, I'd take him over our head coach. <laughs> Things you would rather have than Matt Eberflus as your head coach. <laughs> Dan a, rash, a rash. Or Matt Eberflus. Yeah. I'm going dandruff. <laughs> A my job. Old, my <laughs> old roommate. <laughs> Get in somebody's ass today. No. <laughs> Not happening. <clears throat> oh, my God. Mark Tressman or Matt Everflus? Tressman. Yeah, Tressman. Uh, probably not. I think I spoke too. Oh. The thing that I I think I'd take Floos because Floos has not lost the locker. Matt, Mark Tressman completely had. The, I mean, you hear some of the stuff that Lance Briggs was talking about that was going on, where he would sneak up into the coaches' offices to go to the bathroom just to be an asshole. You know, stuff like that, and that the players didn't respect him whatsoever. You can't say that yet about Matt Eberflus. But so I don't know if you guys have answered this question before. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to the show, straight smoke. First time listener. You've always gone with cheating ass Harbaugh. Yeah. So we've always he starts at the top. Yeah, me too. I'm I haven't wavered from that. I just think you need a you know Albert Breer reaffirmed what you've been saying, Phil, for a long time, and we've always heard that he believes that Jim Harbaugh isn't just gonna go anywhere and he is a guy that looks at history and enjoys it. And, he, you know, he looked at it with, you know, Bo Schembechler and Michigan and, you know, all of that. And, of course, he went there and he said, and the Chicago Bears are his dream job. He said that. And Albert Breer isn't putting bullshit out there. He's an Ohio State alum. He hates Michigan. And his words exactly were, I don't know why other teams aren't lining up to hire this guy. Is he hard to work with in some instances? Yes. 
He but is. So are the McCaskies. Exactly. That doesn't so make him. That doesn't. Exactly. That doesn't make you a bad coach. You can be. Yeah, let's get the coach right. Yeah. If he's a little fucking screwy, good. That's what the fucking city of Chicago is anyway. All the fucking politics, all the bullshit. They need someone that's a little screwy that get. And in the screwy though is brilliance. I'm telling you. Well, I don't even know if it's who's the got it brilliance. better than us. I don't even know oh, if it's the brilliance, man. Phil. I think it comes with he's been there, he's done that, he knows where the skeletons are hidden. I don't think he's scared to speak his mind to ownership to say, get the fuck out of my way and let me coach this team the way that it's needed to be coached in a very, very long time. And I think even beyond the brilliance, like you said, it can be something as simple as fundamental football that we're not even seeing. And it's week in and week out. It's a viable fucking game plan that you look at and you're like, wow, that makes sense for the personnel that we have out there. That we look at now and we're like, wow, this makes sense, but we're not going to do it two weeks in a row. Because that's not how it works in Chicago. That's not how it works under Matt no, Nagy. That's park. not how it works under Matt Eberflus. You hit it that's out of the park. Place. That's the fundamental football. Who am I blocking? Who and what are we attacking? Each and every opponent. You can't be like, okay, we're going to run this offense versus this team. And we're going to run this kind of offense versus this team. There has to be something that you have an identity, that you put your hat on, that you force teams to try to stop you. Justin, That's let me look at Jim Harbaugh over all of the all of the reps that you've taken. Let me see what you do well. Exactly. Let me see if we can incorporate that into this motherfucking game plan. How about that, boys and girls? What a novel! What a novel concept! Not in Chicago. No, look. Here is uh, Deonta Foreman averaging eight yards per carry. But hold up, hold my beer. Let's get Rashawn Johnson in the game real quick. <laughs> These things happen with, and that's uh, not an indictment. We're not David Montgomery. That we that's not happened. saying that we don't like Rashawn Johnson. We do. Deonta Foreman should be in there and the only time that he should be coming off the field is when his tongue is dragging on the field right now you have two wins you should be running the football you should this guy should be leading the charge it's not that hard it's better for tyson bajit it's better for justin fields it's better for this offensive line it's better for the chicago bears what is so hard to figure out what do you expect tomorrow night when Tyson goes out there, Phil? What's the over-under on passes? I have no idea. I feel like we're going to see Khalil Herbert starting if he's cleared wow. to play. This is the kind of shit that we're that talking about. disgraceful, like, and that means it'll happen. Exactly. That's the dumb shit. Well, you don't know. I know. I know football. I know this game. I'm never going to pretend to be a computer genius or anything else. I know this game. 
And this football team has always lacked the concept of what Shane's talking about. What do we do well? Let's do that. Enforce that. That's the secret sauce of Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. He identifies what we do well, and we stick with that. And then we have a whole mess of misdirection off of it. So they understand the use of tight ends, inside zone, reverses. Uh, some They even have some Delaware wing T concepts with motion across the face. And they do it and do it. And they get you thinking one thing and they go the other way. And the Bears, they run, the Bears ran this great counter play. Finally. Right? They got eight yards on it, right? They never run it again. I'm like, wow, they blocked it perfect. Never ran it again. (laughs) This is what they do. And it's unfortunate. And it's legitimately an issue. And that's where the head coach is a failure because he's not going to the offensive coordinator and saying, what is our identity? Like, what are you doing? This is a reflection of me. I need this. I need that. I need that. This is the problem. That's why Eberflus has to go. Like, I see this. Like, Travis Homer, there's zero reason he needs to be in this fucking game zero and you look at it phil so they bring they designate khalil herbert josh blackwell and whom who's the other one that i'm thinking uh, you you know they designate them to return and so i'm thinking you know just i'm thinking logically using my head that, oh, this is finally the end of the Valus Jones experience. I'm not even saying that you need to release him completely. Release him from the 53 and nobody's going to claim him. Put him on your practice squad if that's if that's what you want. But they they released Greg Stroman today. Oh my God. And I'm like, I I thought he had upside. He was the guy that went out there and called upon made plays. They released Stroman. They released Duran Harmon, who they, you know, they pulled off. I, what was it? Baltimore's practice squad, former Patriot. I understand that he brought a little bit, you know, some vet savvy, but whatever. Yeah. They're still going to have to make, you know, another move. But I mean, again, Valus Jones survives. And at what point does the does the hammer drop on him? You know, Eberflus as well. When there's a guy on your and there's a teammate struggling, you know, you, you you pull him through, you pull him to the finish line. It doesn't matter. That's not being a coach. It's not. You own the NFL. There's it's what's next. You've had so many chances, Valus Jones. And I'm oh not gonna God. I'm no not one's gonna, had more. I'm not Who's gonna Kevin say, White of this fucking team. The the face mask penalty, I under listen, I would have been pissed too if I was him. He was getting murdered on that. The guy, two guys were holding him. Oh, that was terrible. Awful. But beyond that, what does he do? You're an active participant on the the game day roster to watch balls sail over your head in the end zone on kickoffs to get the occasional jet sweep. Fail us, Jones. I like it. 
Yeah, Phelous Jones. Perfect. Good one, guy. The ball falling and people blaming Bayesian. Those are the those that's how does God live with these kind of human beings? Yeah. The ball falls to a professional athlete. He just happens to slip on turf, which is hard to do. Bayless right. Jones does. But in God's world, it falls right into his fucking chest. And he drop drops it there off his elbow, then his leg. This motherfucker had every body part drop a ball. And he can't get poles to drop him. It's I'm with you. The kid is probably the nicest kid. He's a talented athlete. You can see he's got suspect hands, suspect route running. He can't fucking give you anything but gadgets. Right. And you drafted him, what, 71st? 71st Overall, we did for 71st. Yeah, I think it was 71. But go back. Hey, look Here's at our. What's up? There. All right. Here I am. I'm on air. Yeah. Speaking of brick hands. <laughs> brick What's hands. Up, What's up? You notice Darnell Mooney finally shows up for a game. Claude That's, breaks I the hat. The hat. I got it. Got I mean, they the didn't hat. throw to the kid. I mean, what the hell? The kid is like he doesn't get thrown to anymore all of a sudden. But he had a good game. I got to represent. Claude took down. Airhead put up some mirrors. Yeah. Claudio's got mirrors from I the do. shop. Are you at home tonight? I'm at home right now. Yep. Got the Christmas are pillows, or is that a throw behind you? It's a throw. Christmas is in full effect. Oh, in my house already. His wife's going all Christmas already. All Christmas, all over the place. That's That's my daughter. Amy. Oh, there she is. There she is. The she best pretty. looking person yeah. in the house. I know. It's right amazing. Oh, look at me. I'm not pressing like a oh, Yeah, don't. <laughs> Under 18. <laughs> <laughs> Claudio <laughs> the barber. In the What's house. up? <coughs> Sorry, I'm late. I was hey. uh, I was with Bayless Jones. We were out with Paul's daughter. He dates Paul's Paul's daughter, so yeah. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> uh, I was out with him. <laughs> Something must be going on. I tell you, man. Then let me do what I hired to do. <laughs> That's what he does. That's Bayless and Angela are the same people. They do what they gotta do. You know, it's never good. Yeah, I was listening to you guys. I don't understand the Bayless thing. What put Trent Taylor out there on offense? Let's see what he can do at receiver. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I don't understand. I could, I could bring in a guy off the street that I feel like would have more upside and have. I mean, it doesn't even. Let's be honest. Doesn't even have to be a wide receiver. Bring in some. Bring in a center. Bring in another. Center. Yeah, bring in an, uh, uh, another defensive lineman that's showing you something. Oh my God. Bring in somebody other than Bayless. Save us from Bayless. How about that, Claudio, for a t shirt? That's a good one. Bayless is good too. Whoever said I like that how he good. said Bayless. But I want a t-shirt with a whole statement. Save us from Valus. Yeah. And Eberflus on the back. No more lose with Eberflus. 
There you go. Obvious shirts can steal that one, Greg Braggs. <laughs> no more lose. I'm tired of losing and with Eber losing. No? No good. Gotta so get it. You, no. you don't expect anything different tomorrow night, though, when the Bears, you know, if they receive the kick, you expect number 12 back there, correct? Oh, my God. Back there to wave at it when I'm going going like this, or just watch it go over. Just, yeah, like, no, just back up, back up, back up. I I really enjoyed uh Getsy putting uh rookie Tyler Scott as fullback. fullback, That was fun, yeah, watching that. (laughs) Like, who does this? Well, choose the smallest motherfucker we got, we're gonna line him up at fullback. Hold on. You put a jersey on Tony Medlin? Oh, no. <laughs> next best thing. And that's Listen, that's not an indictment on Scott, but come on. It's an indictment on the OC. Like, you signed Mercedes Lewis for a reason, for his what? Exactly. His blocking ability. Put him there. I couldn't believe yeah. it when I'm cutting tape. I'm like, look at I sent it to Ryan Cox and Shane. I'm like, Look at this offensive corner. He put Tyler Scott as a fullback and ran behind him. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Saints are putting their biggest dude, number 99. Yeah, exactly. Team. They're putting exactly. him out there because he will fucking block people and get and get uh, some. That's holes usually up. what you do. That's usually what you do. Like you put an athlete. Here's the Eberfus way. You know what? I'm going to fool everybody. We're going to take our smallest receiver and line him up at fullback and actually try to run behind him. Yeah. It didn't work. Spoiler alert. It's ridiculous. That'd be be like Phil and Shane saying, you know what, Claude? Why don't you take over BHL tomorrow night? Yeah. It'll be the shortest (laughs) BHL ever. (laughs) Yo, see you later, everybody. (laughs) Bears lost. What else can I say? They suck. No, they're gonna win tomorrow. No, they, they won't have win. To I, I agree. They have to. They have to win. Mm-hmm. Not just yeah. they have to. They should. They're a better team. We have better talent. We should win. The well, game. we've lost to some teams. We've had better talent than Denver. Oh. We shouldn't have lost that game. Yeah. Well. We'll see. I got. So I got. We. we at, Shane game. asked us if you had to choose, Eberflus or Getzi. One stays, one goes. Which one? Oh, dude. I mean, I would say I would say Getsy because the play calling is is hey, uh, everybody's is so much more same island. Yeah, Survivor Island, Larison. Yeah, if you bring in a good offense coordinator, and the offense can 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 click, then yeah, really you know even talent on this offense. Yeah, like, there's definitely talent. Now. Any piece of shit worth their grain of salt would understand 21 has to set the tone it's I just that sense. it's just easy to yeah, see he runs, it he runs hard he runs so so powerful with passion behind his pads we need and a head Darrington, coach, we need a head coach claude we need a we head do. coach i don't know but how about like this he's improved every year <laughs> Get to the bench. That's what he's saying. He's like, go, go, commit. 
You know, listen, you got to give it up for Komet, though. I mean, the dude is is making some plays. I watched, right? I, I mean, ran that first catch back, and it's... That was a ridiculous catch. more impressive watching it back. Because there, there was, was, there was a point when I ran it back, I'm like, yeah, he's not, he's going to drop it this time. I mean, that's how it was... Yeah. Just one of those. Well, the throw weird was just as ridiculous. I mean, the throw well, was. Phil, you were right. Oh, it, it was. It was Barber that made the comment. He. That's just a reckless throw. And I'm like, you got a guy six six posted up a DB that's five ten. Yeah. Oh, reckless yeah. throw was the pick where you know the like four throw. on one guy. That was a reckless throw. There was you know he threw two terrible ball. The one in cover two, I'm blaming the fucking coach. We're all standing there. I've never seen a zone beater where everybody's standing. And it looked like yeah. basketball. Like, yeah, one, and the defender made a great play on one of them. He just, you know, yeah, made a ridiculous play. Ran across. But then the two. I did praise Komet on BHL for that catch. I did. Yeah. Uh, he his, other, his other plays I mean he is who he is that was his yeah, best but... catch of his career yeah I don't think it was as good as the the Atlanta one was pretty special it was a that, that was, was a great catch but I feel yeah. like it kind of was lucky catch you know what I'm saying well this one's probably, this one's obviously I you can I can see where you push it up because it was for six also you know and, I mean? yeah, exactly he literally turns and looks the ball in the whole way catches with his hands and pulls it into his body it was perfectly done if he can do that then yeah you know that's what you want to see out of the guy but the play to mooney where mooney cuts back on the you know you're right there cole like just have a little football acumen yeah it looked like he looked on that and he doesn't even need to you don't even want him to turn around because then he'll get penalized for it. But just, yeah, just get your body in front. And you can literally put your hands up and the guy's behind you and you're going to cut him off and he might have he might have housed it. I, admit, I missed it on that play. He, he could have got the dude that ran him down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. Cole, Cole was there and it was like he looked real quick, but he didn't. He just didn't look enough because the guy was coming. Well, and then he, he looked and said, that dude ain't catching him. He's like, yeah, well, like, I don't Cole, think that's that impressive. I don't believe he fucking caught up to him. Cole Komet, if I coach this dude, he would fucking be a better player because he would hate me in I the think film. He's room way better than you ball. give him credit for, though, Phil. I understand he's got missed blocks and that pisses all of us off, but he's he's improved as every receiver is. Yeah, yeah. He and did he, he did tackle the interception guy. That was one thing I noticed on tape when the kid had the pick. Yeah. He went over and tackled him. And I was like, okay. Because normally he yeah. just has a lack of football awareness that he's, troubles me. Maybe. And I don't think he's anywhere right. near a finished product. Like I said, I think it's easy to, you look at the, the, who are the top tight ends in the league. You know, when they came in, when Kittle came in, when Kelsey came in, even Andrews. Those guys came in as rookies at 23 and 24 years old, all three of them. Cole came in and was like 20 years old, like a week before the draft. Okay, he was the COVID draft. Cole's mm -hmm. 24 right now, 24 years old. 
So that's I, what Brandon's saying. Imagine he's four years. That's why now. you. Ex, that's why you extend him. That's he's why still, he, I'm with. He does run like. I have a, I have a thing here where somebody look. He, listen, he Chris did a good job right here. So right now, statistically in the NFL for all tight ends, right now he's second in the NFL in touchdowns, tight ends, receptions tied for fourth. Catch percentage, 82% is fourth in the league. 24 years old, still ascending. This is from, from Chris Emma. I understand. And listen, I've had plays where I've watched Cole Komet where you're like, dude, just, just fucking cool. just go. Just, just go. Yep. And it's, I still think there's a lot of upside there. And I mean, he's, he's going to be here. I think he can definitely be an asset. I think he, what I'm most disappointed in, and if I'm talking about a tight end, is their usage of Tanyan because I thought Tanyan would actually make Cole Komet's life easier, but they're just not. I don't know what the deal, what the disconnect is there. Because right. I believe a couple of Phil, I think maybe it was you were one of them that expected him to have more. I really did. Than and commit, but they're just not it look like he attacks downfield with routes. No, Getsy, I'm talking. They don't use these guys, and this is the same like Cole Komet is you know improved in the rant in the Chargers game. He broke off a tackle, then turned up the field, lowered his pad, then he did it again on the check down run when he escaped. He went to chip, then escaped, then Bajant hit him, and he just lowered his shoulders. And I'm like, okay, that's what I want to see. This isn't a guy, and I think someone in the chat said it too, and I've said this many times before, it's the fault of the OC. You do not screen pass to Cole Command. He's right. He's a fucking truck that yeah, you needs don't. to get down exactly. going. He's not twitchy. That's a, he's a, that's it's like putting a fucking plow on mm -hmm. a, well, it's not like that. It's like, it, it would be, you know, coal is a fucking lifted truck, you know, four wheel drive that you can drive in the fucking mud and stuff like that. You're yeah. not putting it out on the fucking racetrack to make some noise out there. And that's, no, I totally agree. And how we, many um, you seen? We're together. We're Phil, together. We, we saw it. They used to do it with, remember when they had Trey Burton here? They would, what, whoa, oh my whoa, God. was that? The, remember the shovel pass? Yeah. Trey Burton. They did it all the time. They would do it to Shaheen. Yeah. And we're like, oh my God. Like yeah. he needs to, he's, he's growing on me. He's not jumping as much when the ball comes to him. So I would be much more concerned if Cole Komet was. 28 or 29 years old and they just extended him and he was doing this. I mean, there's, there's guys that just came out in the track this past draft that are 24 years old. You know what I mean? There's going to be guys in this next draft that are going to be 24 years old. So I just think that there's a lot of upside there. He signed a four year deal, dude. He's going to be hitting it again at 27. See how he does tomorrow. He's did. Some good things there. The football acumen, you can improve. Yeah. So to your point, 
You can improve that. Just like you can improve what as a quarterback, your arm strength. Arm strength. People think that this is like the biggest issue. And I somebody yeah. on somebody on Twitter was trying to, I don't know, I can't remember exactly who it was. It'll probably come to me. It was trying to to prove a point using Tyson Bajan's first four games versus Justin Fields last four games. And I'm like, that's that's just ridiculous. You can't, you can't. It, the, Let's take the, the first five days of Abraham Lincoln's presidency and compare it to the first five days of Joe Biden's. And oh God, yeah. Let's just move, let's just move on right yeah, there. We'll on. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, he's I'm the kind of shit that, that doesn't even it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why. Not even living in a real world. Deep. I mean, just because he hasn't consistently. In the few games he's played, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get, I don't get the Tyson Bajan eight. I, I don't. Well, like, what it is, Claude? It's not even. It's, it's. We've talked about this a little bit. The, there's a section of fans that want to, that want Tyson Bajan to fail, because they're Justin Fields fans. I want both of these guys to play well while they're in. I mean, I just don't understand. There's. There's people that very well. They're they're like, oh my god, Tyson Bagent threw that pick and it was awful. What is what is he thinking? And then if Justin Fields, it's like, well, come on, man. Eber yeah. Well, that's what's really getting me. Um, Betsy's a bad offensive coordinator. The Bears organization isn't stable. It's it yeah. both ways. But that's what's getting me on social media, on Twitter. And it's, I hate to, like, now I feel like I'm defending Bajan, and I'm not. Like you said, I want to see both quarterbacks do well. But when you see Bajan make a mistake and then people are like, oh, my God, I can't wait for Justin Fields to come back. I don't have the energy to go back and pull receipts of the people that back when Fields was playing, they, oh, man, he going to throw a fourth, pick, fourth quarter pick. So it's like you quickly forget. Right. How you were checked out on fields, but now because Bajan is making a mistake, I can't wait for fields to get back. So it's like you say, both of them have their warts, and it's just that recency bias of Bajan is the one that they, because they want fields to be the guy, no no one else is going to be good. Like any mistake anyone else makes, Tom Brady, yeah. you know, and yeah. if he throw yeah. a pick. <laughs> it's gonna be off field. I just don't understand. It shouldn't matter who. I mean, listen. If the Bears are winning, doesn't matter who's the quarterback. If they're playing better, then then that's who you should be rooting for. And I want Fields. Listen, I love Fields. I think he has the potential to be a superstar. He's got the attributes. He's got everything. Uh, but I mean, looking at the tape and looking at this year, Tyson Bajant makes better decisions quicker. That's what he's been doing. He makes. Quick decisions. He makes his reads, and he's not making as many in the pocket mistakes as I think Fields has made. Uh, so you know, I, I I love Fields, and I want him back, and I think he he should be our quarterback. But I just don't understand why everybody's so hard up on Tyson when he makes some mistakes. Which of course he's gonna. This kid is a rookie. This kid has only had four games. I mean, he's undrafted he can, like, division. Yeah, two, like what the fuck? Go look at Peyton Manning's fucking rookie stats. Go, Go look, look at, at a lot Troy of quarterbacks' rookie stats. Yeah, first like, round pick. You expect first this overall. kid to be a fucking, uh, you know, uh, Brock we Purdy live, coming in there looking. We live like a, with a, a group of people that want it instantaneously. Yeah, and I mean, don't know football. 
And I'm sorry, fantasy football has created a different type of atmosphere with football analysis. It's just instant points recognized. Then it streams down to Madden, like Shane talks about. Uh, how fast is this guy on Madden? How how quick is he? How How much does he do? And the reality of that sets apart the truth a little bit even further than you can imagine. Right, Steph? <laughs> it's like a flash. But the reality is this kid has a lot of things that you like. There's no doubt. Like the average football fan doesn't understand that he's up there checking fronts and building protections and understanding the playbook. He's a baby in this. It's in the infancy of his career. It's yet to be defined. And the reality of that stuff just pisses me off because you always cheer for the fucking jersey. All of these people that are pitting the two of them just don't get it. And it's sad. It's sad yeah, it's, that this I just, society has gotten to that point. Like, I'm should, cheering for the Bears. Exactly. Guess what? There's a chance Justin Fields is here next year. Tyson Bajant is going to be here next year. Without a doubt. A hundred percent, depending on what happens draft slotting wise, that's going to dictate what's going to going to happen with Justin. That I listen, you guys know my stance. I'm not moving off of Justin Fields for Drake May. That's me. Doesn't mean that I'm right. Doesn't mean that I'm wrong. That's me. If the Bears get the number one pick, I have a feeling on draft night the Bears are going to move off of. Well, they'll probably move off of him before that but they would pull the trigger on caleb williams but i'm gonna support justin fields a hundred percent out there i'm gonna support tyson bajant out there it should never be tyson bajant versus justin fields at any point i just don't understand that you're not a bears fan if that's what it comes down to you and people are so Sheree, you see it on Twitter. So they're so volatile. It's crazy. That's, and that's what drives me crazy is how they react on Twitter. It's 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 so maddening. And I'm a person that I, I y'all I've said it before, I will quickly unfollow and block people. But sometimes I do feel the need to speak up because it's like, come on, like y'all are crucifying this kid. Right. And like Claudio say, he's played four games. Come, yeah. Give him a chance. Not even yet. Not even. Yeah, four. just real quick. And, and so Joseph, bad on yeah. one player. Joseph, it's not if Justin Fields is worth twenty million next year because he's not going to be making. You have to make the fifth year option decision right after the draft. It's right in the very. It's like May third or something like that. So next year is going to be year four for Justin. So he's already under contract for that. So it's not about, and it's not 20, it's going to be 20, it's going to be like 25 million for the fifth year option. So that would be the 2025 season. So likely, if, like I said, if the if the Bears had the number one overall pick and they've decided that they're taking Caleb Williams, they trade Justin Fields, that team that acquires him, if it's before that date, is going to have the option, which, and then they would obviously pick it up but we have a long long way to go before we get there and at the end of the day it's just 
let's be Bears fans. Tyson's going to have his negative plays. He's going to have his really, really stupid plays. But I've, I've seen amazing plays from Justin Fields, just like I've seen Justin Fields out there where I'm like, rip it. Yeah. Rip, yeah. Throw it. Throw yeah. it. When, and that's what Bajant has been doing. Right. He's been making and when he's not making it when he's not making a completion, he's making a decision to throw it out of bounds or to run. You know what I mean? He's right. making quick decisions. Yeah, so, so and Fields can do that. I think Fields can, but yeah. for some reason right now he's he was having some issues. So our guy Kerry Franklin in the super chat says, I'm rooting for the Bears. I hope either Fields or Bajant can help us win games. If Field starts, I hope he crushes it. If Bajan starts, I hope he shows a rebound from the fourth quarter. Time for a win with the Bears jersey. Absolutely. Listen, you get it's the Bears have to win tomorrow night. Yeah. You are a better team than the Carolina Panthers. I feel like you have more talent than the Carolina Panthers. You're at home. It's it's time. And I if they go out there and fall flat. It would be expected because we've seen the Bears do that, but it's it would be bad all the way around. I mean, if I'm George McCaskey and you go out and you fall flat on your face, it's not like you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs on national TV tomorrow night. You're playing the Carolina Panthers, and one of their best defenders is out of the game. Let's be honest. Their offensive line isn't great. It's got some big-time issues. You just paid a guy a lot of money to get in here and go after the quarterback. Montez Sweat needs to have an impactful game tomorrow night. Definitely. Same thing. Tyson Bajant, that's the thing. If if it's him and he goes out there and he's starting, which obviously he's going to be, you can't make the mistakes like you did again. You have to learn from it. Where we don't have confidence with that is – I actually have confidence that Tyson Bajant can improve, but are they doing the right things beyond Tyson Bajant? Yeah. Is Getzy going to make the right call? Is Matt Eberflus going to say, oh, yes, we're going to go with this game plan? Are they going to run Deontay Foreman enough? Are they going to try to force Roshan Johnson in there? This well, is the, These are the questions that we don't forget. Don't these are, these are some, these are, this is a revenge game too. I mean, you got Deontay Foreman and, and more that I oh, think absolutely. are going to want to want to yeah. play uh, as That's, much and, and play harder, you know. Absolutely, they the they want to so. make they want to make their statement. And do you think yeah. that the Carolina Panthers aren't going to do everything in their power to try to win tomorrow night? They want their pick yeah. to be as worse as it can be for the Chicago Bears. They yeah. they know, they know. But wouldn't it be just like Chicago to have Bryce Young have his breakout game tomorrow night? <laughs> National TV against oh, the Bears. Fields isn't playing. He goes out there and throws for 340 and four touchdowns. I swear. I feel sorry. I, like, I watched some of the Panthers games. I feel so sorry for Bryce Young. He looks like such a little kid among all of these giants around him. Don't, tell, don't tell Phil that. It's, he is not. I'm an Alabama guy. You guys know that. I would not have taken Bryce I had CJ Stroud over him, and that, like I said, I've I whiffed on plenty of quarterbacks. I'm just his anticipatory throws can be elite. He that's where he thrives. Frame, I just don't think it's it's sustainable. No, is he 204 pounds? 
on game day? No fucking way. No. He's not. You have to have a game plan to to attack him tomorrow night, get him on the ground. And it has to, to me, it has to be early. Set the tone early. You get punched in the mouth real right out the gate. That can affect you. Can't sit back with Ben, don't break. Because I'll tell you what, if you play 10 and 12 yards off against Bryce Young, he is a technician. He will thread those. He will put a 14-play drive against you. That's how accurate he is. He has the ability to do that. You have to attack this kid, make him feel uncomfortable, get him off his platform, and attack, attack, attack. And I just don't have faith in this coaching staff that they're going to do the right thing. That's that's the problem. Yeah, Bill's right. There's no way. Listen, <laughs> he played at Alabama at like 175, 178 in there. He loaded up on water for the NFL Combine. That's why he showed up and he didn't work out, but he weighed in. He had all that water weight. Then what did he do? A few weeks later at his pro day, he didn't weigh in because he got rid of all that water weight, and then he worked out. He never has to weigh in again because the 204 is on record. That's there. There's no way he's 204 pounds. It's in Sheree, like you, like you said, you've seen it. I have a picture. Actually, if you guys talk a little bit, I'll see if I can bring it up with how small he is comparative to other Alabama players when they, uh, they played here a couple of weeks ago and I'll put it up, but yeah, um, but he's, I mean, there's no, there's no reason we should lose this game, but I agree. No, the only reason we might lose this game is because we're wearing the fucking God awful orange jerseys. What? That's, that's the only reason we might lose this game. No, yeah, I don't. No, I don't. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. I just. I know most people hate it, but because orange looks good on me, I don't care what y'all think. Well, everyone's good on it, but I'm just saying it's just. It, I don't get it. I don't I'd know. like I don't, to see I, don't like it. I like. I'd rather switch see it, it up a little white. bit. Do I don't. White. I don't mind the orange myself. Yeah, I don't. No, I'm not yeah. a fan. I'm not a fan. And anyway, I think we haven't won with it, right? Isn't there a no, stat? They think, never have. Right? We've never won. Yeah. With it. It's like when they did the the Navy on Navy. You know what I mean? I don't, did they ever have they ever won in those? The Navy on Navy. I don't know, but I like those better. Like, I mean, y'all the ones that be knowing the, the history of these games, but actually, the worst are those old school twenties striped look like gesture jesters. Remember? Yeah, the striped. Those. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't like any of the striped uniforms. <laughs> those, those are bad. So this is perfect timing with Phil back because it, Phil, we were t- they were talking about Bryce Young and his size. So this oh. is your favorite thing to talk about. But um, let me—I have it right here. Just to—I was trying to prove a point to to uh, everybody. So here it is. There's Bryce Young with his Damn. Alabama brethren, and holy uh, shit! Yeah, this is, he looks like a kid. <laughs> that dude's arm on the left is bigger than both of his thighs. So, so real quick. So obviously Bryce Young is number nine. Num- number eight is John Mechie. And on the Houston Texans website, they have Mechie listed at 5'11", 187 pounds. When you go to the Carolina Panthers website, 
they have Bryce Young at 5'11", 204 pounds listed. Wow. So Mechie number eight is 187, and you're telling me that Bryce Young's 204? There, no ain't no, there ain't no way. No way. Oh, Bry Bryce was at the game with Phil. See? He's right next to him. Yeah. He's him. <laughs> Just watch 85, son. He's improved every year. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> did you get in It'll trouble? Did did the I'm trying to help the, the wife deal with the boys because oh boy they're having problems. Oh well, did you need Uncle Shane come down there and kick some ass? No, this is personal problems, so I have to go to CVS. Ah, mm -hmm. all right. Told them we're gonna end the show early anyway tonight because we're back tomorrow night. Yep. Well, so we hey, ain't doing no three family. Family first. It's the way that exactly. it goes. Go take care of the baby. Yeah. So, do you want me to load yeah, up dude. the shout-outs? <laughs> Holy cow! This will be a record. This is definitely a record. One hour. Yeah. Well, let's just breeze through these real quick, Phil. Before we do get out of here, um, the super chats. Drew Black said Adam Johns putting the bold prediction about flu smells of one of his sources asking him to test the waters. What does the smartest man think? I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, that's the Bears are crazy like that. I've made up my mind about Eberflus. There's no way in hell I'm bringing him back, Drew. Thank you for your uh, super chat, five bucks. But mm -hmm. that's the that's the way that the Bears work. They they want to do things through the media, and it's I don't agree with it at all. But it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me in the bit or in the least. Nathan Hill, dollar ninety nine. To be honest, I'm going for a tie. I think he's talking about tomorrow night versus Carolina. Not me. Go go win. Go win. Kidney Nicholas, Bears fans, troll, troll Bears fans. Bears, so yep. true. That's that's. Bears Twitter in a nutshell. Uh, Awaken the Master. Field stands are so triggered by anything anti-Justin or pro Bajit. That's true. I think we already did. Carries. Uh, right here, Phil. What about this? If Harbaugh is the coach, you take McCarthy top 10. $1.99. JJ McCarthy. If I think Harbaugh wants him, that's fine. I definitely think he's a top ten quarterback. Oh yeah, I yeah i I like I like McCarthy a lot. I don't know if you guys talked about this already, but Harbaugh, I like him a lot. What, what are what you guys aren't at all worried or concerned about the issues that are going on over no. there? With him? No, because every fucking coach out there is doing the same kind of dumb shit. Yeah, they, we. Uh, we talk, talked I know, about this last week. I know so, Caps made a stand on it and saying, you know, that integrity matters and and all of that. But I don't want to – Phil and I all have to do a patron a show because – patron show. We have some connections to some different schools. And like I said, I could, I could, I could tell you some fucking stories of yeah. shit that goes on that would blow – and I'm not just talking about big-time college football. I'm talking about like lacrosse, where shit would blow your mind at a collegiate level, of where like this I'll, is I'll, like a witch hunt. That Syracuse got is a big time lacrosse school, and I 
there was there's stuff that has happened that would blow your fucking mind. Imagine what it's like in a billion dollar industry like NCAA yeah. football. Well, you got like Stephen A. Smith saying they should be banned from the yeah because playoffs. they want to take this click clicky get all these clicks and people talking about a right. point of view. I love Cap, but I will battle him to the ends of the days that you don't turn your cold shoulder to fucking Jim Harbaugh because of what was going on at Michigan. You just don't. And listen, Bill Belichick, I know there's rumors out there that he's going to get fired or whatever, but it doesn't take away what he was able to do. They got caught, what, deflate gate. They got caught videotaping practice. Does this sound fucking similar? I mean, teams are trying to get an advantage in a game in the ultimate team sport. It, it happens. It happens. Uh, am I doing it? No. No. There's a team. I mean, we're in the playoffs. There's a questions whether or not this team is playing a fucking fifth grader in a third and fourth grade game. It's in youth sports. People are cheating. I could, can't believe it, but they are. This world is fucking crazy. We're shooting coaches and referees. We're fighting. Parents are fighting other parents. It's like, it's, it's getting to the point where Jesus has to come back to kind of settle this whole fucking thing down. I don't know. Something has to happen. Something's got to give. It's just crazy. Uh, the Chicago Bears, though, they've lacked any kind of authority, creativity, and identity as a football team because they had the wrong coach. And if Jim Harbaugh instantly, I even agree. if it comes with Steven, the Chicago Bears are doing something crazy. Yeah. Taking a chance Ooh, on this. No. You cheating. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't, what is it? You're not trying if, you ain't cheating yeah. if you're not trying, whatever the hell. Yeah. Well, it. it's even beyond that. If you want to take it to, maybe this is the Bears' number one focus. They have to, they have to take this positive momentum and let's again and this i just remove justin fields and tyson bajant from this talk let's just say the season ends and the bears have the number one pick via carolina there's going to be so much hype surrounding caleb williams to one of the biggest markets in the nfl there's going to be all of that talk they're going to want to sustain that momentum it's going to go over into a coach. Let's not forget that these guys are also trying to get a multi-billion dollar sports, you know, city essentially built. That's going to come into play with all of this. The glitz and the glamour of all of this is going to sell. You, you bring in Harbaugh and have him unlock Justin Fields. That's going to sell. You bring in Harbaugh and Caleb Williams in the draft, and maybe you're throwing Marvin Harrison in there on top of it. That's going to sell. Imagine Jim Harbaugh walking out. Jim Harbaugh tried to fight Jim Schwartz. That <laughs> Sign me up. Like, 
What yeah, you know what I would do here? if I was Jim Harbaugh? I would be the head coach, and my one of my first calls would be to Jim Schwartz to be my defensive coordinator. I would love it. You go out there that and you because he is attack, attack, attack. That's what the Bears need to get back to. Ben don't break. No, it ain't Fuck working, that. bro. This fucking lovey sit back in a zone, pick your nose while you're uh, licking an ice cream cone. Ain't fucking working. It's not. The Bears need to be aggressive. I'm totally with you, bro. You got to get an attacking. The whole thing needs to go George Costanza level opposite day. Phil, do you remember the days when you could watch the Bears? And like even when you're watching them just on defense back in the day, it was almost like you couldn't catch your breath because it was relentless. And you're like, oh, my God. I want that fucking mentality here. Like I said, I talked about, it, to the ball. I talked about it earlier. When you have a team down and you put your foot on their neck and you hear a bone crack, I don't want you to call the med- the medics and say, he might have broke a bone in his neck. There's a bunch more bones down in there that you need to break. That's the mentality. You have to be a dog. That's what makes a winner in the NFL. Oh, we're up by we're up by seventeen. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull the uh, the dogs off. No, we're you're not good enough for that. We're here with Coconut Pete. I'm doing the same thing, yeah, Pete. I'm like, exactly. not, who's gonna fuck up this one? Yeah. <laughs> when they do get a stop, it's like it's third and fifteen. We'll use your thing, Coconut. It's third and fifteen. They get fourteen. Right, and they immediately put up the hand. It's fourth down. Yeah, but they might go for it. Oh, they are going. There goes first down. Now you ain't punting, bro. You just gave up fourteen. You fucking dumbasses. Yeah, and like he's got. We understand the Bears aren't good enough talent wise. But how many games have they been in with a talent deficit where it's clearly comes back? To the actual, the biggest deficit was on the coaching staff. It was yeah. on the game plan. The Bears exactly. have tell talent. Don't want well, especially on offense. Especially on offense. Defense, yeah. With defense, we need a lot more talent. But offense, yeah. that's not discount the fact that we had such a terrible record last year. We have a fairly easy schedule. We're playing all the other bad teams. So on defense, also. On defense, you want to fix this. You can't sit back and read and react. You need to be aggressive. That's how you fit. You get players attacking. They don't have to think. So if you got talent, you attack with it. You blitz. You go heavy and challenge (laughs) people. You're two wins. Two wins. You lost 14 straight games right. playing your bullshit. Exactly. So, so Hendricks, the, the point of this is I can ask you this. You don't have to look back very far. And the Cincinnati Bengals, the, everybody's like, oh, you can't draft Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow won't even be able to throw the football. You have to draft Panay Sewell. Draft Panay Sewell, yeah. Yeah. And not saying that Sewell, listen, Sewell is fantastic. Do you think the Cincinnati Bengals make the Super Bowl if they don't draft Jamar Chase and they draft Panay? Um, so I don't think so. And, and Burrow got sacked 
like more than almost any other quarterback. Yeah, but they still made the Super Bowl. You have to weigh those two are. It's it's not just you need to fix this. You have to look at the overall picture, guys. And this is what gets lost. And Lance Briggs has been trying to put this out there. He's like, he doesn't give a shit about drafting Marvin Harrison. He goes, I'm taking the, the top three technique. I'm taking the top offensive lineman, no matter what. If I'm picking number one and number two, that that's just dumb, okay? Dumb, that's what gets you fired. You have to look at the talent of Fashanu and then grade it against what's next. Like when our next pick comes up, or maybe we, you know, trade downs, anything. What's available in free agency, whatever. You have to do the same thing with Marvin. Marvin Harrison Jr. is an alien. I'm not quite sure if there's other wide receivers that I love, but that's what you have to you have to weigh. The next guy, you know, is there a, a, a an offensive lineman in the third round that you may have graded, or in the I know you don't have a second round pick, but is there a guy that you have graded that that could be available to you in round three that's not that dissimilar to where you have Fashanu graded? Whereas Rick Spielman, a former NFL GM for ten plus years, has Marvin Harrison Jr. graded as a hall of fame level talent and he just doesn't hand those grades out. So that's, that's where you have to, it's all a factor. It's not just, I'm going to take him because we need offensive line help. When you're up top, you have to take the best players available. Cannot reach. I agree. I agree. And you want to see and get to the point, you know, we're talking a lot here and obviously disappointing because i was hoping to see justin fields this thursday night and see i think you got to get these answers about him now with the situation that you find yourself in regards to this football team being coached piss poorly i don't know what adam johns is smoking in illinois and who's telling him that but well he I just wrote an article he, he was not see any way that you I, can keep I, I don't either. on I will get him on the show. Like, who is telling you that bullshit? Like, it's that bad. Energetically, you are keep chopping away. Yeah, he, I'm just know, looking at the article to see how he phrased it. He, this guy's a leader. You know, every day he's in there in that locker room chopping away at this, trying yeah. to get no. They're pre- they were Adam John. The way it says Adam Johns bears predictions at NFL mid- midseason. And he said his prediction was the Bears will be drafting number two and number six overall in the NFL draft. And then if you go to his number two prediction, his reasoning is the Bears will retain coach Matt Eberflus. I believe general manager Ryan Poles will be given an opportunity to hire another coach should he decide to dismiss Matt Eberflus. But I also believe Poles believes everything he said about Eberflus after he made the trade for Sweat. Retaining Eberflus would not prevent the Bears from making other changes. They need a new defensive. Yeah, they need a new defensive coordinator and they may draft a quarterback. There could be changes offensively too. 
Continuity is a road less traveled by the Bears. That's not true. And for once, maybe how is continuity the road less traveled guy, by the Bears? He's yeah. lost in so many guesses in that word shit salad. Well, it's I'm predictions sorry, or guesses, but yeah, I don't see where There's continuity no is the way. This they've, guy's they've had continuity. They've stayed with issues for <laughs> for too long. This is exactly why Getsy goes. This is exactly why DJ. Yeah. He that's exactly what would happen. Hold on, we got this rookie future Hall of Fame. Go out there, block for Valus on the screen. No, how about put Tyler Scott at fullback? We'll try to run dive. It's yeah. like this is this is the fucking pathetic shit. You your fucking writers are predicting and defending this bullshit. Like, who's getting paid to try to sell the fan base on keeping this asshole as your head coach? It's so bad. Yeah. They have how many people are ultimately confident that the Bears win tomorrow? I'm saying they gotta win, but I can see them fucking. I think they show Phil when you were gone. I said, Would anybody be shocked if it's not Bryce Young's breakout game tomorrow night? He goes for 340 and four touchdowns because Phil, well, if we don't get pressure, yeah, as much as I've been against Bryce, I would not have drafted him number one. Everybody knows that, like I told Claude and Cherie. If they sit back and they play 10 yards off, yeah. he will pick them apart all the way down the field because he's accurate and he's a fantastic anticipatory thrower. That's who Bryce Young is. Yeah. That bend don't break, he can kill you with that. That's his game. And if they sit, you have to come out, Phil. I agree with you. You bro. have to come out and punch him in the, in the mouth yeah. right in the beginning. It's sad. I just can't even stomach the sight of Eberflus or Poles at this point. Like, I agree with what Bear Truth Nine was saying. Like, I felt like you're out there trying to defend what's indefensible. You're like that attorney that knows the guy's guilty, but you got to do your job. And it's like, don't even do it. Yeah. you're the sure, problem here. Sure, like, I think you and I agreed on this too. That I go back to that pause that Ryan Poles had, and to me that was extremely significant because it was like, "All right, buddy, buckle up a little bit," because we know you're gone, and you know what I mean. It's just that's yeah. the first thing that came across to me. You're right. There's 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 no justification at two and seven. <laughs> Yeah, two and seven. You, uh, he's won s- how many games? Six games in his fucking five. five, five, sorry, five, fuck, five games. He went on a fourteen-game losing streak. He got beat when he was up twenty-eight to seven. He lost. Then the he next lost week, to a team that well, had just lost, we had let another team put seventy points up. It's, seventy points up, yeah. And he's still, he's still calling plays, right, for the defense. Yeah, he's still the defensive coordinator. He's still coming out every press conference after a Which, loss, mind well, you. Hold on, I'll, I'll, how about that? Like, don't you think they should have brought in somebody else by now? Or you you think no? Why is I he would, still doing it? I would not have because you have to look at it from the perspective of who. The higher would be, and this is this yeah. is my. They're wearing orange. It takes his focus away from right. being the oh. head coach. 
Well, he has to focus on. But that's on, that's that's who he is, and you you have to hold his feet to the. He's a defensive coordinator, so you have to look at it, Claude. If you're out there as a defensive coordinator, are you going to want to uproot your family for, you know, fifteen weeks to coach underneath a guy that's a, probably a lame duck? And this is the problem. So let's just say Ryan Poles says all right, we're going to fire the offensive staff. I'm going to hire Matt Eberflus is going to find a new offensive staff. He's going to find a defensive coordinator. Who's a viable candidate that's going to look at Matt Eberflus and the way that the Bears are constructed that's going to come here with almost no guarantees beyond 2024? You're, you're still with a lame duck staff. That's why you have to clear the deck. Then Chicago becomes an extremely viable option. You have almost 80 million in cap space. You have two potentially top five picks. Maybe you're going to, you know, whatever. Bring in a big time head coach. Maybe it's Harbaugh. Maybe you're going to resurrect the career of Justin Fields. Maybe it's going to be Caleb Williams. Maybe they decide it's Drake May. It becomes more desirable that way. Are, do you want to uproot your family for a year under Matt Eberflus? You're like, oh, this dude's won five games in two years. You want to hit your wagon to that? You're gonna get a can't. You're gonna get somebody that's gonna take the job because it's the NFL. It's gonna be Mike Martz again. You know what I mean? You're gonna get him. You're gonna get that type of guy that's been hanging around and we'll just take a job. It's going to be uh, Mike Tice. That It's going to be that shit again. But, well, my question yeah. more is, like, don't you think him being the defense coordinator and calling the plays and having to think about that during the game, doesn't that affect him as being so. the it's head the... coach for everything else that goes on during the game? Yeah, no, I mean, because he's still... already given away the yeah. play calling to the offensive coordinator. He's still yeah. involved in situational football. That's why we're critical of him. They don't yeah. do things correctly. I don't think it's too much on his plate. And if I'm Ryan Poles, I'm going to be like, you know what? You hired Allen Williams and he fucked up and he's not here. So if I'm, I, and I understand I hired Matt Eberflus. I you're love Boris. Like, but you're, you're holding his feet to the fire. If you're doing your job the right way and say, you know what, this is, this is, on, I'm not going to go out and spend money on another defensive coordinator to come in here for, you know, a few weeks because your guy fucked up and yeah. didn't do what he was supposed and to do. And he lost two coaches. They're trying to yeah. say the culture is right. One coach, the FBI or no FBI, whatever the fuck, clearly had to retire because of oh. some. Yeah, well, no, if the FBI was really involved, I mean, there'll be charges, and then we'll find then out. Then you got this other running back coach fired. This is the guys you're hiring. Yeah. It's so crazy to me. Fox was a big name. Fox has two feet out the door. Yeah, exactly. And he cashed in. He just cashed in. So let's keep that in reality here. Yeah. Fox did bring Vic Fangio into the fold, if you remember. Right. He was the one who got him here. He chose to stay on with Matt Nagy. So one thing Fox did do was bring a veteran defensive coordinator with him. Yeah, let's not forget he got fired coming off of a 
Super Bowl appearance in Denver. Exactly. And replaced. The reality of this fucking franchise is they can't get the head coach right. And you could say whatever it is you want. Lovey Smith couldn't figure out the offensive coordinator because he was trying to keep up in a copycat league. What you have to do is define who you are as a head coach and what the identity of your football team needs to be. This is what Jim Harbaugh is. He knows what he wants to do, and he adapts his personnel to that. The Chicago Bears haven't found – they turned away from Bruce Arians. This is the same type of guy. Big personality, knows what the fuck he wants to do, knows how he's going to do it. They turn away from that, but they hire John Fox with a foot out the door. They hire Matt Nagy, who didn't call plays. Who got the call plays in the one game that turned out it was the worst play calls of the game of the season for the team. And they hired him. They had to have him. They are so football illiterate because it starts up at top. It's the Ernie Corsi, Bill Polian, outside firm helper society. And no, there's the answer to that. No. Insane clown posse of the Chicago Bears need to now adapt to the guy with the Rolodex and the wherewithal of Kevin Warren. And if Kevin says, fuck polls and fuck this coach, that's where you roll. And he goes with Harbaugh and you get Ryan Poles out of there. I'm I'm fine with polls gone. Oh, I'm I, not going lo- to. I don't lose one I, iota of sleep. Not one. I'm the I'm the same. If they clear the deck, it would be the first time that I can remember the Bears clearing the deck completely. Because I mean, if they do that, right it's... here, what DG and you are saying at the yeah. same time, they've never done it. No, I'm fine with them doing it. I actually think they need to do it. Listening to polls. And seeing him, I get they made this trade that kind of shows a hand or piece of where your cards are lying, that they believe in polls. But I, the the least thing would keep polls. I, I don't care. It's got to get rid of the coach. The best thing would be get rid of all of them and have Kevin Warren do the interviews, talk to the people, the best coach could be a guy we don't even know in college that has identified exactly what the Chicago Bears need to be doing on Sundays, and that's running the fucking football, playing aggressive defense, and getting back to being an attacking, bullying football franchise because that's the remedy. That's – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You you don't need modern day – what is modern day? Running RPO shit? Trying to find this person that's going to – no, it's fucking running the ball. That's – if you look at the numbers and the tape, that's where you're going to win the football games. And you right. get your quarterback is going to be helped. Your young quarterback is going to be helped. And the Bears have some pieces here. Tevin, Wright, you know, they got to find center. They fucked up there. They royally fucked up center, like royally. Oh, yeah. 
They yeah, let I mean, two it's young gotta... kids walk. They fucking sign Lucas Patrick. They move Cody White here to center. They had Sam Mustafer playing all that time, fully knowing he wasn't the guy when you could have gotten reps and seen everything you needed out of Kramer, who was hurt at the time, but Dieter Eisland. We all know how we felt about him. Those are the things. Bears fucked that up. Then they fucked up. They did sign Nate Davis, who I really like. I don't know what his injury status is with the high ankle sprain. High ankle sprain doesn't sound like This is a team that will get Nate Davis back, move Tevin back to left tackle, put Cody Whitehair back to center, and this is how they fucking do it. And they praise Simo. Simo is Simo the clown. They're terrible. Offensive line coach, bad. Play caller, bad. Offense in itself, horrific. Let's throw a couple more fucking horizontal screens. Let's do that. We can't wait till tomorrow. Line up. Let's throw a screen. Let's run. A, let's get second and one and run a fucking reverse with our fucking wide receiver and have our quarterback block. This is a shit show. It's a shit show. There's no identity. Tomorrow, though, maybe they will. It's it's Deonta Foreman. He's he's your identity. Totally agree. We said and, it from the beginning of the season. And Khalil Herbert, if he's back, should be in the same exact role that he was in. Secondary last year. role. But do I expect it to happen? No. I have a feeling if Khalil Herbert is Her- Herbert is back. The first play of the game, first snap of the game, Tyson Bajant is going to throw a little out to Khalil Herbert or hand off to Khalil Herbert. That's what I fully expect. Well, let's put another tight end screen to Cole Komet out there. It's just a joke. Oh, I have to skedaddle now. And go to yeah. CVS. Why well, did Claudio do too? Yeah, well, Claudio's I think internet skedaddled him. Do you want to wrap yeah, would, up? Yeah, just we're gonna be back tomorrow night late. Yeah. yeah, we'll be back tomorrow night. We don't like I said, we don't even need to do shout outs. Let's just go over real quick, just give a quick prediction and score, and then we'll get out of here so you can all right, great. Do your Claude, we'll start. Can you we'll hear me? You. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, for some reason, I can't hear you right now, but I think you said predictions, right? Predictions for uh, yeah. next game. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win. I think uh, we got a better team. We need to win prime time. I got to say, I'm happy. I love Thursday night games with that prime vision where you can see all the players and it's like a more of like a coach's uh, angle. I love that. So I, I, I'm, I'm pumped. I think we're going to win and I think we're going to put up some points. So I think we're going to win. 30 to 21. How's that? Wow. 30 to 21. Yeah. 30 to 21, Claudio yep. has predicted. 30 sure. to Reed, you have a bold prediction, too? Yeah, bold. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Um, He's going to say something about Mooney. He can't hear me. Bold prediction. going to be about Mooney. Komet gets another oh. two-touchdown game just for Phil. Wow. Wow. Cole Komet, two touchdowns. <laughs> just watch 85 does i didn't what does that say it says son just watch what 85 year. does he's improved every year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are predicting ties sherry where are you at um 
Um, uh, first of all, I want to say I'm with Claudio. I honestly wish I kind of wish Prime would have got the Sunday ticket as opposed to YouTube, but you know, not trying to ruin any sponsorship. Um, so I do love that like player vision that they they do on Prime. So I'm excited to watch the game on Prime. My bold prediction, I'm gonna start with that one, is and this kind of leads to what Shane was saying. You know, Montez Sweat has had a, a full week of practice, so I think he's going to show out this game, especially with that of the Carolina's offensive line. So I do think we're going to see a, a two-sack game from Sweat. Look at that. And a prediction, and I, I, I'm i with y'all. It's up in the air on if we actually win, so I'm going to pick with my heart and what I think they should and do so i'm gonna say bears win um score 27 to 18. 27 18. nice look at that all right i am going to say chicago wins 20 to 13. and my bold prediction is this is one thing that i think Eberflus will do ryan poles will want him to do I think they're going to want to stick the dagger in the heart and make him a focus. And I think DJ Moore has two touchdowns tomorrow night versus the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I can see that for sure, yeah. I took my bold prediction there. I'm going to go with you guys there. I'm going Chicago Bears 24. The uh, Carolina Panthers 13. You want to take Ken's bold prediction? Phelous catches a pass. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, bold prediction Tyson Bajan has a day. Three touchdowns, no interceptions from Tyson nice. Bajan. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. What did Courtney Cronin do on her podcast? Question the coaching. First time in her career. Oh, She's done well, it on our show, yeah. for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> well, that's honorary, it. Ca honorary captain tomorrow night. Who's that? See who it is. <laughs> did you see who it was? No, it's not even. Yeah. DJ is who, a who captain. Jaquan Brisker, honorary captain tomorrow night. Oh, my God. He's, he's back. <laughs> So we'll see. But CVS, what time does CVS close, Phil? Uh 10 30. So it's 10 uh -oh. now. I'm gonna bounce. All right. You so let you guys wrap it up. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Love you fans. Thank you all for the super we're, chat. We're gonna get out of here too, though, man. So like I said, oh, okay. we love you guys. I thought you were doing shout out or something. I don't know. No. Fuck, we don't need these guys get enough shout outs. Well, I'm bouncing now, so I don't yeah, get in later. Trouble. I yeah. love you guys. Love you guys. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow night. If you're a TTNL patron, if you want to sign up, become a patron right there. Scan the QR code, sign up. You can watch the BHL halftime show with Phil and I, where we break down the first half of every game. And as soon as the game goes final, win, lose, or draw, BHL starts as soon as the game is over. And we always lead off of the DDP rant. So maybe it's a kinder, gentler Philatotion tomorrow. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. I'm not uh, 
not counting on it, but we'll see. But beyond that, hey, Bears, Panthers, Thursday night football. Let's go get a let's fucking go. W. Let's go. Chicago. And you know what? We need to we'll close it out this way with one of the dopest beats from our guy, Cool Kennedy. This team needs to be based on what? Performance over politics. Let's, let's do it that way. Build the team the right way. Fuck the politics. Get out there, perform, get a dub. Love you guys. See you tomorrow night. Performance over politics. POP, performance over politics. DDP said, fuck a cap and arena tricks. We trying to build a dynasty out of heap of shit. McCaskey money rolling in, but that don't mean shit. To die hard fans, no matter where they move the stadium in Chicago land, you can't escape the aftermath. You can't win no stats and block boy math. The battle starts in the trenches. You can't fix Nagy's offense with 35 wrenches. Up in the nose, you smell the play called stenches The sledge fields drop jewels like Osco Tell the team sell the team wholesale Costco Performance over Play the best, you can have a ton of stats, but still be winless. Nagy's still in this mill house. Influence McDonald's is hiring. McCaskey's grimace, zero accountability. The wise cause regression. Performance is the plaza. The Bears stay at the West End. Guess it, competition bringing out the best in. Anything you do but pace Bears feign obsession. Wrong personnel, this team never play the best. Performance over politics, the bear opposite. Virginia still smiling. Millhouse praising culture, George talking leaders, reading script on his ulcer. Where the fuck is pace? Hiding behind the wise. Performance over politics. Performance over politics. Performance over politics. Hiding behind the wise.